You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, and with me always is my good friend, Jay from the hills of Texas. <laughs> and we're uh, missing AK Mike today. He uh, had an appointment for our uh, scheduled uh, podcast, but uh, the good news is we... Uh, last week, or the last podcast, we put out uh, a little um, interest, you know, we wanted to hear from our listeners, and uh, Bernard Adderley, Adderley uh, he reached out to us, uh, along with a few others, and uh, he asked specifically about uh, charging stations for port- the portable charging stations, and uh, he basically says that he would love to hear, you know, more about portable uh, stations what kind of size, that kind of thing, and if anybody had an experience with it. And luckily for us, uh, we have had in our stretch of uh, many years of flying, we have had uh, the opportunity to um, burn up a car battery or two, <laughs> at least in my experience. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've, I've so, ruined a couple. <clears throat> yeah. More specifically, um, my camper battery. There you go. So uh, so what we want to do really quick is uh, we want to kind of break it into three different types. Um, first of all, uh, let me tell you what we normally use. So Jay and I both use a gas, portable gas generator. Uh, I have um, one that you can just get at Costco. It's a Furman, I think is what they call it. It's a 2,000 watt um, because I run... 40 watts of power on my battery station because I have an actual battery box and that battery box can charge up to eight um, six cell batteries all simultaneously. Well, be specific so, though. You, you're, you're charging six, 5,000 uh, million. No, eight. You know. I'm charging eight. Oh, eight, excuse eight, me. Not 5,000 milliamp batteries. 5,000 milliamp because, batteries. Because my power supply will actually foot... Uh, two, both, both of my, um, my chargers, cause I have dual chargers, both of my chargers can do four each and I have a big enough power supply that it will do, um, you know, 5,000 milliamps at, I usually charge, I only charge them about 20, um, about 20 amps. I push 20 amps through them. So that's basically five amps each, which turns out to be like one C. So I can push, you know, through through, but I can actually go up to 40 amps per charge you have. and do a total of 80 amps. And I have, yes, I have. Yeah. And the charges now, them, I what, will tell you that 20 my, minutes. Yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah. I can get a pretty quick charge out of them, but, uh, but they're, they're cooking. It's a fast charge and I'm doing it at a full 40 amps. Uh, I don't do that very often, but on, you know, once or twice I, I did push it a little harder. Yeah. Than I should. And, and I mean, that's very we cool that you can do that, but mm-hmm. it, it tends mm-hmm. to shorten the life of the batteries. Yeah, you don't want to shove all that energy in there, but uh, they—they, they, you know, they've been performing really well, and I haven't had too many problems with them. Uh, now, having said all that, the two thousand watt generator is not—I mean, when when I push twenty, let's just say forty amps, because I do it at twenty twenty-five somewhere around there, twenty amps each, so I'm I'm doing all eight. Uh, that that generator's working. I mean, you can hear the RPMs are revved up, and uh, and it's pushing really hard. So. I'm probably on the limit of what my generator can do, not 
on the limit of what the charging case can do. So you have to kind of start, in my eyes, you have to start with the battery that you're charging and work yourself backwards. So we're going to try and do that for you today. Uh, and, and in this particular case, uh, you know, I, I built, it's a custom built uh, battery charging case. It has uh, two um, 40 amp chargers in it. And then it has a power supply that's like 1,500 watts. It's it's a massive power supply. Actually, I think it's 2,500 watts. Whatever it is, it was the biggest one I could fit in there. If I, <laughs> I'd have to cut a hole in the side to fit anything bigger in there. It literally takes up the whole bottom, you know, of the case. Uh, it's very heat, you know, sensitive. So I have, you know, fans in there that keep the heat, you know, pushing through when I'm charging uh, uh, big batteries. But if I'm charging a 6,000 milliamp battery, I need something that's going to be able to push, you know, 20, 20 amps or at least 5 amps per battery. So if I was only charging one, I would need at least something that produced 5 amps to charge it or 1, 1C uh, for that big of a battery. Now, those batteries, if I – don't ask me how I know this, but if I walked over to my pickup truck, which I took to the field one day and opened the hood and said, oh, I'll just use my alligator clips from my charger, stick them on the battery, and charge up two – six 5,000 milliamp batteries off of a 24-volt battery, and it only took me about two charges, which would have been the equivalent of four batteries, uh, and my battery was dead. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I was the last guy out, so that was it. I, I literally <laughs> had to call the wife and have her come you know, bring the jumper cable. And she was happy. Up, she so. was happy to do it, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Let me tell you what that looked like. So, yeah. Uh, so, so having said all that, uh, you know, so far, uh, the port portable wise, my generator is, um, not really that heavy, but I can literally shove it on, you know, put it in my trailer. Uh, it's quiet. It's uh, very similar to uh, a Honda 3000. Uh, that's a, you know, a pretty, a couple of guys out in the field have that. And, uh, and that's kind of what we use. So that af- having said that, and, and having charged 5,000 milliamp batteries, the lower the milliamp battery you go, the more energy you can extract out of the ba- out out of a you know either a battery or a solar uh, panel. So I, I think you had something similar with your camper battery or something that you set up like that. Yeah. So when I when I kind of started doing stuff, we would have these fun flies. So I would show up at the fun fly, and you know I'd bring I don't know six or eight. You know, relatively good size, not good size batteries. I wasn't flying 5,000 six cell batteries at the time. I, I was just flying three cell, 1,300 to about, you know, 2,200 to maybe at maybe mm-hmm. 3,000s, 3,200, something like that, in what I was doing. Or, and and four, maybe some four cells was like the biggest thing that I had. But I had a, um, a, a big, massive truck, uh, truck size battery. Uh, uh, car battery yeah like a marine so battery. you've seen them yeah like a marine battery but you know they're really large so it's like twice or three times the size of a normal car battery right and i'm like oh boy i you know this will last a long time i should have no problems and it kind of did uh, now the good part was now i have gone out to the field and gone flying and charged off my car battery and after a few does you know a few 2200s recharging them and all of a sudden the cars no please start i've had to do the same call honey can you come down here and jump me or something like that right um so i was like oh man this this thing's gonna last all day it's gonna be great and once again 
the big thing you got to remember, you know, a battery is exactly what it is. It's, it's a battery holding a limited amount of energy. And the, and the right. hard part is figuring out how much energy you have in that banner, that battery. And then you have to figure out how much can you safely take out of it. So if you're building a, a power bank, um, you can, you can figure out, you know, like I said, your capacity. Um, and then you just have to go, well, all right, I'm at the field. I'm going to fly for, you know, I'm going to be here for an hour. So I can charge my 2200s maybe three or four times, you know, while I'm flying and I can comfortably bring back my battery. Now it's discharged maybe to 75%, you know, and then therefore you put it on the trickle charger the next day or two or hook it up to your solar cells or whatever you, whatever energy source that you have to recharge it with. And it can slowly recharge that battery back up. No, no harm, no foul. The problem gets to be you're having a good time. Next thing you know, you're out there for two hours. You're still charging. And then you get that, you know, lead battery down below, you know, mm-hmm. 20%. And and once again, right. now, lead batteries do a little bit better being abused, you know, running it down to zero than something, mm-hmm. you know, than your, uh, your RC battery. Uh, but once again, you don't want to do that. You want to, you know take care of your batteries and stuff. Um, like I said, it, once I kind of figured that out and then I said, okay, if I'm going to be flying my bigger, my bigger batteries, okay, I can fly them, you know, three times or I can fly them two times. Or if I'm just doing, you know, I'm everything I'm flying is using a three cell 1300 milliamp battery or a thousand milliamp battery. Well, I can just fly. I don't have to worry about it. I can just keep flying all day. Right. You know, it's just one of those things of knowing the capacity of your batteries compared to what the size of the battery that you bring out. And that's the, yeah, Bernard actually said the, right. And Bernard actually said in his uh, message to us that he was looking to uh, do something with a six cell, uh, and that, you know, maybe he could buy a trailer and put like a charging station in his trailer. Um, I will tell you that my trailer has, uh, an electrical hookup to it. So it's powered. I don't, I don't use it very often cause I just plug into my generator, but it does have a, it does have a what they call a shore power, which allows me to take a, a generator or electricity, plug it into the actual trailer, and then you know, kind of feed that electricity through the trailer, so it can run the lights and there's you know little wires for battery charger, one ten outlet, that kind of thing. So I can charge all that, or I can power that, and run stuff off of that. Having a battery bank to do it though, uh, about the maximum amount of batteries I could put on my trailer, and it's a twelve foot by uh, eight foot by 12 foot trailer, uh, is about three. So the tongue, you know, if I, if I put it in on the outside with a solar panel, I could put three batteries in there and really not very big ones, maybe three 12 volts. Uh, and I'll tell you that if my generator, if my wattage on my generator is 2000 and I'm stressing it out, if I've got 2000 Watts of battery power, I'm probably only going to get one, one charge for those four eight batteries basically yeah now if i was charging if i was charging one cell batteries you know if you're if you're flying umx all day i can tell you bernard you're gonna have you know plenty of juice yeah but as soon as you start draining these five thousand milliamps that's a lot of amperage uh that you're pulling out of your battery uh and i actually when he sent me this uh information i actually was uh looking up some of the solar station because when we were at the arizona electric festival we had a solar station we had yeah. like a bull, a full on. Uh, I think it was a 
5,000 watt uh, generator or something that or a battery bank that would uh, the solar panels opened up and it looked like a big space station, but it would open up. We would feed all the the sunlight in there, and it would it would basically run the electrical you know system. The lights were on, everything was powered. Uh, that was a huge system. I mean, the guy told us that it was probably forty thousand dollars system or or more. I don't know and, what he and what and tell and tell the, really the listeners and viewers what happened to that system. <laughs> Yeah, evidently uh, the company that made them, uh, the guy got arrested for not, what what do you call it? It's a, like a Ponzi scheme or something. He <laughs> built a couple of these trailers and then and then took a bunch of money, millions and millions of dollars to build a whole bunch and then just ran off with the money. So Yeah, folks, it uh, sounded however, cool. It looked cool. Yeah, yeah, but we sucked it dry. <laughs> we did. We did. As a matter of fact, the, uh, the guy that brought it out. Uh, he was like, dude, you are going to have power for years, you know, and I jumped on there with mine and I hooked up the eight batteries. And I think another guy hooked up about eight batteries and just between the two of us, man, the lights dimmed and the guy came running back there and was like, oh my gosh. And we had to start the, uh, diesel generator to keep everybody flowing because it was just draining (laughs) so fast. Now, once we got off of it, yeah, once we got off of it, everybody charging little batteries, you know, if they had a. 2200 milliamp or 1300 milliamp or something it, it it was fine they they were able to run that generator fine well uh, sort of it was dude. at its don't max. don't forget it, it you know the amount of flyers that were out there i think that we had 90 people that were flying on the field we did day. we did and so with mm-hmm. everybody's chargers hooked up to it it mm-hmm. still was getting sucked down and bogged down it, it just yeah. couldn't cope now if it was you just had that thing for your own personal use oh yeah probably would have been, been okay but you know you spent forty thousand dollars as opposed to two hundred or well, and it had it had how many how many batteries did he say it had? I want to say it had like twelve. It had, it had a it had a some massive batteries. It, it was like a, the entire trailer full of batteries, and then yeah. the you know they they actually converted. So the solar went into a converter. Uh, and anyway, I was looking up uh, some solar stations, and the biggest solar station I found was about five hundred watts. And 500 watts is enough to run your phone, your radio, your camping gear, you know, that kind of thing for maybe half a day or a day. But 500 watts is not 2,000 or 2,500 watts. So so once again, um, honestly, you know, Bernard, I think the best option is the gas generator. And my gas generator, uh, if I'm running it hard, will run about eight and a half hours. Yeah. And and the the big thing for... Yeah, and the big thing for the gener- between the generators, so Mike has the more higher end, it's quieter mm-hmm. generator. Mm-hmm. I kind of have the low end. It's called the Sportsman. I think I got it at Target. You know, it was less than two hundred dollars or one hundred sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. I think I got it on sale. It puts out about the same power as Mike's, but it's let's say a little louder. So you know, yeah. Well, you don't so want to you just next to it. and and I think your 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 um, generator is good for electronic equipment. You know, it's built so that it can That's go, correct. you know, you can run electronics yeah. off of it. Mine, yeah, not so much. But it works mm-hmm. at least for supplying power to the, uh, not transformer, the, uh, what's the thing that, the, not the battery charger. What's the, the the thing we have between the battery charger and the, the charger, the inverter, the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Power the, the power supply, the power supply. Yeah, so that, you know, I plug the power supply and it's able to, you know, it, it doesn't care so much for the, large sine wave as opposed to a nice sine wave for electronics to be, you know, charged. Yeah, mine will actually charge, uh, like, cell phones, and it'll charge, you know, 
Because it's got uh, like a five amp charger on it or two amp charger that you can put. Um, but the, but those are the you know the big things that you got to worry about. And honestly, if you're charging six cell batteries like I do, I I just can't talk. You know, I can't say enough about my little generator. Uh, now my friend Barry, uh, he also has one. Um, his is a win. He bought his at uh, at Home Depot. We paid about the same amount. Um, you know, these little generators, I think if you bought a Honda generator, you would run somewhere around 1000 bucks or so maybe. Yeah. Uh, and I think I got mine for 250 and you said you got yours for less than 200 So yeah. they are out there. You can find them on sale. Um, you know, or you can buy them used. Places. Yeah, buying them used. Um, I was looking for one. They're not really difficult to operate. Uh, you change the oil every, you know, 100 hours or whatever on them if you wanted to, or just keep the oil in there. And uh, yeah, you just don't much want to turn one them upside pull. down. Yeah, yeah, mine mine's, too. You know? Yep. It just uh, now if it sits for a while, you, uh, the one thing on mine is that it has a bunch of off buttons. Right, you turn the gas off, you turn the electricity off, you turn everything off. If you leave all that going and you leave the gas on, you will flood it. And I think we did that to yours too. Yeah. Didn't yeah. yours have I mean, the, the, a problem with yours? The biggest, not problem, the biggest thing you have to really worry about those things are, or, or if you want to keep them going, right? So, like, it's mm. the off season that usually does them in. Meaning, yeah. if you, okay, so the key to those things are you have a, on you have a, your little uh, petcock valve, you know, that mm-hmm. you can let the, yeah. the fuel yeah. in and out. And the key to this is that, okay, it's the end of the day, you're about to stop, just don't you know, hit the kill switch and kill your, your, your right. generator, right. kill the, the, your petcock, you know, switch, turn it to the off position and just let all the gas that's in your carburetor get used up and let it, and kill it mm. that way. And the key to that is, is that if you don't go flying for like the next three months, something comes up and you don't fly. Well, now you have all the gas that's out of there. And so when you come right. back three, four months later and you open that, that petcock up and the fuel goes back in there. It, nine times out of ten, it's going to start up on the first pull because right. now it doesn't have all that gas sitting in there. It's not getting gooey. It's not doing any weird stuff. It's not dissolving your, um, you know, uh, uh, what's that little valve that flaps up and down, you know, whatever that thing's called. But oh, anyway, the diaphragm. the diaphragm, yeah. By not, you know, by not having or the, the gas the in float, there. Float valve is what you The float valve and the float. diaphragm thing, you know, usually it's because of uh, ethanol gas. You know, you can't have that. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to use that, but people do anyway. Right. It, that will, by just doing that one thing, you'll get nine times the use out of your, or problems out of, you know, you know having problems with your generator by doing that. By draining yeah, the fuel I agree out. with that. I yep. agree. Um, I will tell you that uh, at my club, we do have a solar charging station. Uh Obviously, in Arizona, we have a, I don't know what you call that thing. It's its a roof over a, all the tables. And um, anyway, it, it uh, has a bunch of solar panels up there. And those solar panels come down uh, into a solar box. And then uh, that it's a, uh, an inverter. And then that in, the solar panels actually charge the batteries. So we have a bank of batteries. I think there's six batteries, six car batteries there. And um, there's probably, I want to say, four big, huge solar panels. So, I mean, we get sunlight all the time. And most of the time, the guys will run over there and charge batteries, and they can do it on a solar panel right at the field. So they don't really need to spark it up. 
Barry and I tried to do our 5,000 milliamps on the solar, and we only got, I think one of us got it 80%, and the other guy that hooked up a second and a half after him got <laughs> you know, a lot less. Uh, if you were just by yourself and you plugged it in and nobody else was using it, you could probably get one or two charges out of the 5,000 milliamp before you burned up the batteries. But uh, even with a bank of like five or six battery, you know, large size batteries, it's 5,000 milliamps takes a lot of power. Yeah. A lot of power. Yeah, it does. It, it, so. Well, it's the, it's that big, uh, what's the scale of economic, or, you know, economics, I guess, uh, or return. Because like you said, if uh, you're diminishing just doing returns, yeah. dim, diminishing returns, I guess. But if you had, like I said, you go over 2,200 milliamp battery, you know, standard, mm-hmm. you know, think about it. Out of that <laughs> 5,006 cell, you could recharge. If you were using that to recharge your 20, you know, 2,200, you know, you could recharge it two or three times, you know, if you think yeah, about true. it. that's true. So, you know, if you're just charging those batteries, yeah, you could build or you could put together or build a a power station, or like I said, if you're flying something even smaller, like I said, 1300 or a thousand milliamp batteries, dude, you could, if you know, with a relatively one or two batteries, you could build something that fits in your trailer that you could recharge when you get home. Or if you have, you want to stick a solar cell up on your roof to recharge the battery, you know, whenever you could put together something for around $200 that's silent and can keep up with your flying. But once again, you have to really think about what you're flying and how, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. what you want to put together, yeah. because like you said, you can't take that system and then, Hey, come over here and fly, you know, some six cell, blah, blah, blah with my EDF. Right. You're going to be sadly disappointed. You're going to be like, yeah, I, I got big batteries. I, I can keep up. Yeah. A couple of batteries in you're like, wow, everything's, what do you mean? Everything's dead. <laughs> right. I should have. I should well, have. Well, and I, I will tell you that I have. You know, the, on on the top of your trailer, if you put one or two solar uh, panels, they're not going to be large enough to produce enough electricity to to run. You know, things all day long. Uh, no. They may be able to run your radio all day, or you may be able to run a light. You know, LED light or something. But right. um, you know, there the amount you can put four or five of them. Your trailer's not going to be that big, so you'd only be able to put maybe a four foot panel you don't want them to rip off you've got to you know mount them somehow to the roof and then you have to come into some larger battery bank which like i said in my particular case i could put uh three batteries in the on the front in the on the tongue portion of it but then i would have to put some more inside and and the width of that would only take about three or four batteries or i would have to make the whole floor battery um you know when you think about it electric cars everybody's talking about right now um they they charge very similar batteries, right? Lithium ion batteries, mm-hmm. and uh, and if you just plugged it into a regular outlet, you know it the amount of batteries that day. you have, it takes all day to do it. Yeah, you literally you have to charge it at 240 volts uh, to get even a you know a decent charge where you can do it in a smaller amount of time. And then you know then they got these fast chargers, which is like mine, where you can dump you know 50 amps at a time in there, and it's not really good for it. But, you know, it, it'll it do the job if you need to get somewhere right away or if you need to, you know, charge it up for a little bit, you know, so you can get to the next charger that's going to do it at, a, at a, a little bit better pace. But, unfortunately, you got two options there, Bernard. You can uh, get the generator, uh, solar pack, if you're going to fly smaller ones, or you can just buy more batteries. <laughs> Yeah, that's, right? that's the other way. Doing. That's that's the other way around it, right? So yeah. the two hundred dollars that you're spending, you know, for the generator, 
yeah. you could go ahead and you know buy two hundred dollars worth of six cell batteries and not, yeah. you know and when you use those up you're done for the day so you know right that's a good way to think about it i guess well, and I did that, right? I mean, you know, I fly EDFs, you get three minutes, and then uh, I had one six-cell battery and had to wait, you know, 20 minutes for it to charge, and I thought, this is ridiculous. I mean, you know, you fly for three minutes, wait 20 minutes, it's almost like going to Disneyland, right? I mean, you're standing right. in line for three hours for a 30-second ride, oh, oh. <laughs> and then you're back in line for, for two and a half hours. So I guess it would have been about the same as an amusement park, but uh, I, I was like, you know what, that's, that's not going to work for me, and uh, what I did is I just uh, budgeted... Uh, you know, $150 a month. And I just put it aside and I said, okay, every month I'm going to buy one battery and surprise, surprise at the end of the year, I had 12, six cell batteries. And, you know, I, I got some of them on sale. I'd looked around and, and, um, you know, they, some of them came in pairs and I just happened to, you know, find enough that I have two, um, you know, my, my, uh, A10 takes two batteries, and my L39 takes a single, so all the other ones take single six cells. But now I'm to the point where I can, you know, I'd go out there and I'd be able to fly at least 12 different times. Um, you know, so right. now if you took if you took that, it's it's a you know at least an hour's worth of flying, where before it was you know three minutes and then wait all day, and well. and then uh, you know. Thanks to some of the guys in the field, um, you know, we were able to kind of see what the options were for building a battery case. And honestly, uh, Bernard, if you don't have one of those, that that may be where I would spend my money is in a battery charger case. Because now you can build a power supply, everything that I can just scoop that up. And when I go out to the field at the electric festival or if I go out to Jay's or wherever and I have this, everybody that's got batteries comes down to me. I mean, I literally have a line of people that are like, hey, man, can I charge my batteries on your charger? Because I have two of them, and I can charge, you know, multiple batteries at a time. And so uh, if everybody has 20, you know, 3,300 milliamp batteries, I, I gather everybody up, stick them on there. I can charge about six of those all at once, and everybody's flying again, you know, 20 minutes later. So, uh, But you got to have a big power supply. And uh, if you're interested in that, we can talk about that. I've got uh, some plans and, you know, can kind of tell you what's in mine. But, you know, other than that, I don't I don't really know uh, if you yeah. if I'll tell you what, if, if you're if you're a listener and you have a solution for a portable battery uh, charging station and whether it's solar or generator version or whether you have one on your trailer, please send us a shoot us an email at the park fire podcast at Gmail dot com or jump on our Facebook listeners group. Uh, at uh, Park Flyer Podcast listeners group off of Facebook and post something there. Yeah, uh, put, a, Bernard, put a picture of your, of your rig up there. Yeah, yeah, send, uh, send us what you have. I'll, uh, actually, I'll post a picture of my, uh, my battery case, uh, and that will kind of hopefully generate some of that. Uh, Bernard, we want to appreciate you uh, reaching out to us. It was a great topic, and uh, I'm sure there's way more we can discuss. Um, I jumped on there after you sent me that note and um, looked at some formulas, and they were well over my head. So we'll have to get an electrical engineer to come here, some calculus student to kind of give us well, all of the it, it, the stuff that you really need to know is not super. It's not super complex, but yeah. <laughs> Don't don't make it sound big like big battery, like, small battery. You can't charge the big battery with a small battery. That's just the that's just common sense. <laughs> some, some, but the formula behind it, yeah, it's gonna do. The formula behind it is about this long, so it's it's long as my arm. Um, 
But uh, but anyway, we we appreciate you reaching out to us and uh, and giving us that topic. We'd love to hear from our listeners, and uh, we have a couple more guys that have asked questions. Bernard was uh, the first one out of the gate, so we're going to uh, address his right away. Uh, but jump once again, jump on the uh, website or jump on uh, our Facebook listeners group, and let's start a discussion on what you see out there. Uh, shoot us some pictures or some ideas, and uh, we'll try to um, pass those along. So, wow, that's crazy. Yep. yep, time's almost up. Oh, and one I last know. thing for for Bernard, I, you know, uh, going with the generator out. If you got to pass it, pass you know, Mama. You know, hey, if there's an emergency mm-hmm. or the power goes out. We got a generator that I could you can can crank up and still you know watch television or keep the lights on or keep the fridge going. You know that's another side benefit of of, uh, having that kind of a system. So you know, Mm -hmm. little help. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, And then uh, let's see. I think our field actually got the. If 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 you're worried about going to a field and flying, sometimes you can get uh, donations for the solar, and that's what we did. We actually put a donation um, idea together, and some guys donated some money, and a couple of guys said, oh, yeah, we want a solar charging station. And, and I know that there's several other guys. Uh, I think the guys down in San Antonio have one as well. Yeah. Um, they have a, a package there that they do. They can they can only do small, uh, right. you know, one right, or two right. at a time. So, uh, All right. Well, uh, our time is up with our new format. We're going to try and keep them to uh, 30 minutes so that you can uh, just kind of do a quick listen and then give us a shout. Uh, and that gives uh, everybody you know, the ability to reach out to us and, and kind of give us ideas. Got a, a couple more episodes coming up uh, here in the f- near future. We've had some people reach out to us, and we're excited about uh, you know touching base with them. So stick around with us. Um, from I'm Michael from Arizona. And I'm Jay from the hills of Texas. And we'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us. And we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review. And feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.